Hi guys, it's future Nikki here. I am coming to you having recorded this week's episode already with a bit of an apology and a heads up. There is, as you will hear in the first, especially first five minutes of this week's episode, a bit of a clicking or dragging sound. It was actually, I didn't record with my my normal setup and it was actually the microphone and I've tried everything to edit it out and sent it to audio professionals and this is the best it's going to get. There's nothing else that anyone can do and unfortunately I just felt like the content was, it was so good and I just really felt comfortable with what I'd recorded and it was exactly how I wanted it to go in terms of the flow. So I just thought I'm going to put it out there anyway. It's not my normal setup and it's not the normal quality that I hold myself to, as I'm sure that you'll agree. But yeah, I just wanted to apologise for that and just let you know that I am aware of it. And if you can bear with, it does get better as the episode goes on. Welcome to the Hello Sunday podcast with me, Nikki Hyden. This is the podcast that discusses everything self-development, spirituality and sobriety. And it wouldn't be me without a little sprinkling of humour. Whether you were just starting out on your journey of self-development or have been exploring these topics for years, are completely alcohol-free or just curious about living a more sober lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I'll be exploring topics in both solo episodes and with some amazing guest experts. So if you like what you hear, then please subscribe, rate and review. So with that said, let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome back if you are joining for another episode and have listened before and welcome if you are new around here. First of all, I just want to caveat this episode with an apology if there's any background noise. I normally record these during the week when I'm on my own, but I spent half my week down in Birmingham and half my week in Leeds this week. I'll explain why in a moment. And it's been just carnage. It's just felt so disjointed and so full on and like I've just had no time. So it's currently Saturday, so the day before this goes out, and my husband is in the house, so I've relegated him up to one of the upstairs bedrooms, and I think he's playing FIFA at the moment. So if you do hear any shouting, swearing, anything like that, it's just him losing, because I don't think he's very good at it. So today's episode, this is something I was... I've got a few ideas of what I wanted to talk about today. I mean, let's be honest, I've got a whole list of things that I want to cover off. And I know I keep promising guests as well, and there are going to be more guests. We're just trying to sort out scheduling, 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 however you say that, dates, because some of them aren't in the UK. So we're having to cover off different time zones and yeah, just different sort of working weeks. So they all came in, I promise you. And I've also got some UK guests. But I've got a whole list of stuff that I want to talk about, want to cover off on these episodes. And I was actually going to talk about something different today. But over the last few weeks, something, a, a subject has been coming up time and time again that it just felt like it would be a bit of a miss to 
not speak about this at a time when it seems quite relevant for quite a lot of people. And that is getting back on track or getting out of a rush. And I think part of this is to do with the fact that the summer has ended and we've all had, I mean, I was going to say we've all had a lovely time, but maybe you haven't, I don't know. And and let's be fair, the weather wasn't really kind to us until the last week if you're in the UK. But definitely, I think over the summer, it's quite easy for like routines and goals and habits to go out of the window. The kids are off school. Lots of my friends and family are busy parents. There's just a lot of, not even excuses, but reasons as to why we might fall off track with, you know, our routine and our habits. There's also, I think, a lot of reflection done so if you've had a holiday you might be reflecting on your time at work or times where you might not have enjoyed your job recently you might not want to go back to work if you spent a lot of time with your family or your partner there might be things that come up there it's just a real time of there's a lot of reflection and there's also a lot of stuff going on isn't there that doesn't normally go on in other months of the year or other periods of the year. And I think altogether that makes people fall off their goals, off their habits, get into a rut. Sometimes it's just you realise that you're in a rut and you didn't know it. And for me, this has happened a lot recently because back in June, my nan got really poorly and she got admitted to hospital for three weeks. So I fortunately work for myself now. So I was able to take my laptop down to Birmingham. And granted, I don't get anywhere near as much done there as I do when I'm in normal working mode um, because there's a lot more distraction and obviously, you know, I want to be with her a lot of the time. So the business kind of dipped and then obviously we went into summer and it was quite quiet from the perspective of people being on holiday and stuff like that. So I felt like I really needed to get myself back on track. Not only that, but when I was down there, obviously the the hospital is, it's not a nice environment. It's quite negative. There's also a lot of, I guess, a lack of a routine, a lack of habits. So everything kind of fell off. So after June, I was trying to get back on track And I did manage to for a few weeks. And then I had a period where I had two days where I was really poorly. I had a week back being okay and back on track. And then I had COVID. So altogether, that threw me off again. And then this last couple of weeks, my nan's been back in hospital again, the poor thing. So it's just been a really, really full on time. And I think over the course of the summer, I've probably had to get, try and get back on track at least three, maybe four times. And that has been due to specific events, specific challenges, temporary things, periods of illness, where I've known that this is going to pass and things are going to change and I'm going to get myself back on track. So there's those times in our life where we feel like we need to reevaluate and yeah get get things going again in the right direction. And then there's other times which again we can come on to in a little while, but it might be that it is specific challenges that are making you feel in a rut. You could be 
really miserable in your job or just not happy or it's not challenging you could maybe be in a relationship that you're not particularly feeling anymore there's loads and loads of reasons and loads of things that happen in life that can throw us off track or make us feel like we're in a rut and I think also to add into that mix if there's not enough if we are female and we have a hormonal cycle so you're not on synthetic hormones or birth control and you have a regular cycle if you're not tracking that cycle and if you don't know where you are in your hormonal cycle you can also feel in a rut every single month and not know why and actually I would always recommend there's an amazing app called Stardust that you can get there's loads out there but Stardust is a really good one for tracking your periods and your cycle you can track it with the moon as well if you don't have periods but it's a really, really good habit of behaviour to get into is tracking that cycle because then there are two weeks out of the month. In fact, two periods out of the month are probably more than two weeks because unfortunately the good hormones and that boost of energy that we get doesn't last as long as the dips a lot of the time if you have a, a kind of a normal standard 28-day cycle. So not only are we looking at challenges, illnesses, things that can make you feel off track or in a rut. But also if you're female, you've got all your bloody hormones on a monthly cycle to contend with, which if you didn't realise as well or didn't know this, men actually have a 24-hour cycle. So they their testosterone peaks in the morning and dips in the afternoon, hence the eight-hour workday. But anyway, that that's for a, a different time. The other thing that I do want to say is that it is really normal to have mood fluctuations. So when we're talking about a rut or we're talking about a dip, we're not talking about like a day or two where you feel a bit off. We're talking about prolonged periods of time where it's not a deep depression and you don't feel like you need professional help, but you just need to put some things in place to get you back on track, essentially. So mood fluctuations are normal. We work through them. If it's gone on for more than a few days, maybe a week, this is the point where we probably think, right, okay, we need to do something about this. And if it has gone on for longer than a week and you are doing these these things and taking steps and things aren't getting better, then I would recommend that you go and see a medical practitioner or your GP because sometimes it is a case that, you know, we do need other interventions. But anyway, just needed to caveat this episode with that. So being in a rut normally means you're out of alignment. So whether that is for, like I said, you know, temporary means and temporary periods of time where it's like illness or you are having a really tough time at work or me in January this year, I was just doing 12-hour work days to try and get my business off the ground. But I knew that that wouldn't last. But I was still out of alignment. I was still not in that flow mode you know what it feels like when I say out of alignment I mean things don't feel easy things feel either stressful or anxious or you're just generally feeling not very good so you need to firstly identify why it is that you're feeling that way and if that is just a temporary time or a temporary period or it's to do with a specific challenge or something that you're going through at the moment or if it is something in your life, whether that be work, relationship, your environment, it could be, you know, your house or the area that you live in. I know when me and Dean were living in his flat back in lockdown, 
a lot of the reason why we felt stuck was due to do with the area that we're in. I think I mentioned on another podcast, like someone got murdered and these used to throw rocks at the windows. It was just awful. So if you're in a situation like that, that's definitely going to have an impact on how you feel. So looking at what makes you feel like you're in a rut and understanding where that comes from is definitely the first thing that you need to do. The second thing is looking at, well, what, are the things that make me feel good because this is going to be completely different for everyone what might make me feel good might not make the next feel person feel good and vice versa and when I say feel good I'm not talking about going out getting smashed with your mates or sitting on the sofa eating a pot of Ben and Jerry's I mean don't get me wrong there's a there's a place for all of that but I mean the daily habits and the things that you can put into your life and into your lifestyle that give you those little dopamine hits, make you feel productive, make you feel like you've accomplished something. So for me, those things are like getting outside, having a walk, getting out in nature, eating healthy foods, eating well, and like I say, treats, things that we would consider naughty food, if you like, are always going to feature, there's always going to be a place, but if you can eat healthy 85, 90% of the time, that's going to make you feel better than filling your body with chemicals and processed crap. Sleep is a massive one for me. If I don't get a good seven to eight hours sleep every night, I will feel like shit and I'll be an absolute nightmare the next day. I can't focus and it can actually make me feel like really, yeah, really bad tempered. So sleep for me is huge and that is something that where possible, I absolutely try and optimize. I mean, look, there's going to be times in life, life changes, things that happen where you're not going to be able to get sleep. You're not going to be able to get those walks in. Things like having kids, for instance. I know all my friends that have got kids when I'm talking about seven to eight hours sleep are like laughing right now. But where you can do that and where you can optimize these things, for me, these are the things that I know that when I'm doing, I feel a lot better. Exercise is another huge one. You don't have to be going and lifting weights at the gym. You could be doing yoga. You could be doing a dance class. You could be just walking. For me, walking and getting outside when it's dry and when I feel that it's not going to kind of depress me to do so when it's not pelting down is definitely a really, really good and nice. And, you know, it's a form of exercise that helps my mental health and alcohol. I mean, people don't realize how much alcohol affects and there's going to be loads of episodes about this upcoming. And I'm only at the very, very infancy of my journey about finding out the effects of alcohol. But if you usually use alcohol as a way to de-stress and to numb out, that is going to be impacting your sleep. It's going to be impacting your mood. It can really, really easily make you feel like you're in a rut, not to mention the day after anxiety. Like, oh my gosh, I do not miss those days, I can tell you. So you need to be prioritizing these things. You need to identify what things you would normally do or what things you know make you feel good. And like I say, these will all be different. But just identifying those little daily habits that maybe you've let slip or maybe you're not doing enough of. So you might not be getting outside as much because, let's be honest, the weather's been not brilliant and when it's shit in the winter and it's freezing you probably don't want to be going outside so 
get an indoor treadmill that you can do your steps inside and then maybe just take a really short five minute walk on your lunch break if you're not sleeping enough and you know that you've been watching Netflix till midnight just try and switch it off an hour before bed and maybe read or have a warm drink and try and snuggle down or just you know yourself like let's be honest we can use all the excuses in the world, but we know deep down, honestly, what we are and aren't doing that is making us feel good normally. So when I was back in Birmingham this last week and also back in June, I wasn't going out for my daily walks or taking my gut health supplements that I know make me feel energised. I wasn't sleeping properly. I was spending time in a really shitty negative environment where the focus was illness and I was spending a lot of time there and I think there's only so much that you can do. At the end of the day, I wasn't going to not be in that environment because I wanted to support my nan and I wanted to support my family but also I probably could have done more to get outside at the times when I wasn't in the hospital. I could have done more to ensure that I was taking care of myself maybe gone to bed I'd say gone to bed a little bit earlier I mean my parents get to bed at like nine half nine and I was in bed by half ten most nights so I think that side was more to do with the stress and the anxiety of my nan being in that place but yeah the things that you can do you know the things that you can do and what you are and aren't doing enough of and just coming back to something that I mentioned just about numbing out We are so good now and it is so freaking easy to numb out with modern day life and our society now. We've got alcohol readily available. We've got online shopping, a click of a button and you can have bought something and that little quick dopamine hit that it gives you is a form of numbing out. I know when I'm going through a rough time, I'll quite often spend more time on like vintage or on the beauty sites and we get in daily deliveries because it's that little bit of dopamine and, and that little hit of something that makes you feel good. Social media is an absolute, like, it's a, a liability in times like this. It's something that we all do. I can quite often sit in bed and scroll and then an hour's gone and I'm like, what the fuck have I actually just looked at? What have I looked at? And then also if you are feeling low and you're comparing yourself, that is the worst thing that you can possibly do. So try and identify what own, not only the things that make you feel good and that you're maybe not doing, but also the things that you'd normally do to numb out and are you drinking more than usual or maybe try not to drink at all if you're having a shit time. Are you social media scrolling? Are you doing online shopping? All of these things are ways of distracting ourselves and yet it might feel horrible to sit in the feeling of grief or anxiety or depression or not feeling good enough but feeling those emotions allows us to understand them and it's only in understanding them that we're actually ever going to be able to get ourselves out of this. The other thing I want to talk about is the physical science of like stress and anxiety because I am somebody that can go through a horrendous time and have very, very little signs of classic signs of stress, if you like. I don't tend to like flap a lot. I am quite good at staying strong. I'm quite good at keeping my spirits up. I'm quite good at keeping other people's spirits up. But what I tend to find is I'll get little twinges in my body. So at the minute I've got 
something wrong with the middle of my back, like a muscle spasm. And I know that has come from stress and anxiety and, and just all these emotions inside me that I'm keeping down. The other thing that I tend to get a lot is like tight jaw. So when I was in a really bad relationship a few years ago, I got a really, really tight jaw to the point that it was making my neck like spasm and I was getting migraines in my head because it was pinching the nerves. Things like headaches, jaw ache, any aches within your body that are prolonged and not normal for you, irritability, not being able to sleep, these are all physical signs of emotional stress. And it's your body trying to show you that, look, there's something wrong and you need to you need to take note. You need to sit down and listen to what I'm trying to tell you. For those of you that are regular listeners to the show, or maybe you know me personally, you won't have been able to get away without hearing me talk about Simprove. Simprove is a scientifically backed, water-based probiotic drink. You drink it daily and it has been scientifically proven to help with things like bloating, IBS symptoms, pain. It was actually a dietitian friend of mine that introduced it to me last year and I honestly wouldn't be without it now. It's helped with my energy, with my bloating, it's helped with my immune system and also things like my skin. The list is honestly endless. Now I have got a code for you. So if you'd like to try Simprove, you can get 50%, that's a massive 50% of your first three month subscription by going on Simprove.com and putting in the code Nikki50. That's N-I-K-K-I-5-0 or click in the link in the show notes. And there's things that we do or don't do within each and every day. And I'm not just talking about healthy habits like exercise, but drinking enough water, getting outside in the morning or getting your circadian rhythm kick-started, things that we do during the day that will lead to us not sleeping properly. And actually, if you're having a bad day or a bad mood, you can normally track it back. You can normally sort of, I don't know, for instance, it might be that you went straight to bed last night without having a big glass of water because you were absolutely shattered because your kid had been kicking off at dinner time. And then you woke up in the night thirsty, but you couldn't be bothered to go and get water. So you've woken up in the morning dehydrated with a headache and because you've got a headache, you know, in a bad mood. There's so many little things that we can track back to the day before as to what we have and haven't done to like look after ourselves that can really add to those bad times and to those periods where we may be letting our habits slip because tiredness, irritability, All of that, you're not going to want to get yourself back on track if you're not feeling like you want to. So track, look back and look at the day before if you're feeling like that. So understanding why you're feeling the way that you do, understanding what you are or aren't doing that's contributing to it. If it is a specific cause, so if it is that you know you fucking hate your job and you want out, Look at what you can do in that situation. Can you train in something else? I've got a friend that was in recruitment and she hated her job. So while she was on maternity leave, she trained in lashes. And in doing that, she's now created 
a side hustle that could be her own business now. I'm sure in the near future that will be her main business. You could train in anything online. You could do courses. You could create a side hustle and try and create enough income to be able to leave your main job. If it is your relationship, is it just unmet needs? Is it just that you need to have a frank conversation with your partner and say, look, I need more support with the kids or with the house or I need you to spend less time with your friends or is it actually that this relationship has run its course and you know deep down that things just aren't working and if that is the case then staying is only going to keep you in this rut you need to be able to face up to things and put a plan in place of what that looks like if you've got a house together if you've got kids together if you share a dog any pets you know anything like that you need to look at actually how do we get out of this situation and what does that look like and start getting your ducks in a row so if it is specific things that are challenging you or that you're not happy with look at the ways that you can get out and this isn't going to happen overnight you're not going to suddenly change jobs tomorrow or suddenly leave your relationship and everything be hunky-dory but I know so many people recently that have left marriages and left relationships that they were miserable in or that were toxic or abusive and watching them now it's like watching a completely different person and it's it's just amazing so is it something specific is it a temporary situation and if it is it will pass, but what can you do? What are you doing now? What aren't you doing now that is going to help you to get out of that rut? And then there's just a few general things that if it is a more general rut, if you're just feeling a little bit kind of stuck, a little bit demotivated, maybe you've come out of summer and you've let your eating habits slip or you've not been going to the gym or you've just got out of routine because you've had the kids at home or whatever it might be, then there's just some general things that I tend to do when I'm feeling like this that can really help. So the first thing that I will do is I will declutter. I will go through every room of the house and, I mean, I do this quite regularly anyway, but you know that phrase, tidy house, tidy mind. It's easier, so, so much easier to make a plan and see a way out of your current situation if your environment is tidy and if everything around you has order and it's in its place. Now, I'm not saying you need to go around and absolutely gut your house, but just putting things in the right place, getting rid of anything that doesn't bring you joy or makes you feel shit or it's broken or it reminds you of an ex or it's just ugly. Doing that frees up so much mental space and gives you so much clarity. It's just, oh, I just love it. It's, it's my number one thing to do. And then also have a social media declutter. If there are bitches on your social media that make you feel crap, you feel like they're fake, you cringe at their content, you just it just doesn't make you feel good, get rid of them, unfollow them, unfriend them, disconnect. You don't need that energy in your life. And why are you even entertaining it? If it's one of your close friends, you need to think about whether you need that person in your life. If it's a family member, again, is there anything that you can do to maybe not have as much contact or maybe unfollow them or, or just mute them if you don't want to see their stuff and you don't want them to know? But you don't need to... What you put on your social media feed... What you look at and what you digest daily 
it it's affecting you. It's affecting your mental health. And when you're feeling low, I've done it myself. Comparison is oh, it's the worst. And comparing yourself is so easily done when you're feeling like shit anyway. So declutter, declutter your house, declutter your social media, free up space in your mind. Look at your self-care. And by self-care, I don't just mean getting your nails done and having a face mask. Yes, that can make you feel good. If you're in a rut, the chances are you're probably not doing all that stuff. You probably don't look your banging best self. So sort that out first and go and get your hair done, your nails done, whatever. If you're a guy, go and get your beard trimmed, your hair done, go and get some new clothes, whatever's going to make you feel good physically. But by self-care, I mean things like cancelling plans, having some downtime, looking after your mental and physical health. So for me, that looked like coming back to Birmingham this week, sorry, coming back from Birmingham to Leeds this week, because I knew I was getting stressed with the lack of work that I was doing and the distraction and letting some of my other family members support my mum and and my nan. Um, I'm going back next weekend, but it just meant that I could be in a better position to support them because I would feel less drained, less out of alignment and less stressed. And then this weekend, I've just said no to everything that I've been asked to do. I am currently recording this snuggled up on my sofa in a blanket. And other than all the life admin tasks that I've done today and the bit of shopping that we've been and got... This is where I'm staying all weekend because this is what I need for my mental health and my physical health at the moment. So look at your self-care. Set some goals. These goals don't have to be run a marathon or start up a company. These goals could be as small as go and buy some toilet cleaner and clean your bathroom. It could be something like... I don't know, what did I have on my goals list today? Fix the fence panel that's been flapping around in the wind. That's one job done. I felt like I'd accomplished something. Or it could be hoover your car out if it's a shithole and, again, it makes you feel rubbish. Little tasks, having goals, 70,000 steps a week, that's 10K a day, doesn't mean that you have to do 10K every day. You might do 15,000 on a Saturday and only 5,000 on a Monday. But getting goals down and accomplishing them is going to make you feel like you're doing something it's going to make you feel good about yourself it's going to make you feel like you're achieving and just having those small goals and getting those small habits in place consistently and sticking to them is going to make you feel better than sitting on the sofa and wallowing and eating a a tub of Ben and Jerry's So for me, I've got that 100 days group that I've told you about before that supports me. But you could just do it for yourself or find a friend that wants to do this stuff with you or is interested in your goals and helping you get back on track and tell them what your goals are and check in every week. Just having something in place that you can tick off that makes you feel good, even if it's just changing the sheets on your bed, get it down And this brings me on to my next one, which is my Sunday prep for the week. So I tend to use Sundays when I'm at home to make a plan for the week. So those goals and those habits I will put into my diary. So I'll put in two or three gym sessions a week, my walks, 
I'll put in everything that I need to get done with work. I'll make my breakfast if I'm doing... We don't do meal prep anymore because we're using Gusto. Oh, my gosh, by the way, best, best decision ever. If you're not getting meal deliveries yet, absolutely do it. No more arguments about the food shop. No more arguments about what we're having. It's life-changing. But anyway... Sundays, what I used to meal prep, I do my lemon and ginger drink, which I have shots every morning of on a Sunday for the week. I will, yeah, block out time in the week for my habits. Just make sure that the house is a bit tidy. We need uh, fresh sheets. We'll do them, fresh towels. And it just makes you go into the week feeling good. It makes you feel like you're on top of things and like you have got your shit together. Now again, I'm sure that there's friends of mine with kids that are laughing saying, as if I'm going to be able to do all that. Do your version of it. What I'm telling you I do isn't going to work for everyone, but do your version of it, whatever that looks like. But just get yourself set up so that you wake up on Monday feeling like it's going to be a good week and like you're going to get some stuff ticked off. Like I say, that doesn't have to be huge. It could be meeting up with a friend for a walk, which, great. And again, time with friends, so, so, so important. That's something else that I've let slip a lot over the summer, actually, and whilst I've been poorly and whilst I've been back and forth to Birmingham. And there really is absolutely no substitute for time with your mates, girl time or lad time, just catching up doesn't have to be going out getting smashed you could have some dinner or I don't know go for an afternoon tea or just get them around to your house whatever you want to do but time with your friends and I try and book that in at the beginning of the week so that I know every couple of weeks I've got that to look forward to and I think above everything like this is such a cliche and it's just been thrown all over social media recently but be kind to yourself Rome wasn't built in a day and if you're in a deep rut and you're feeling really, really out of alignment, even understanding why that is sometimes can be difficult, but getting out of it can be, can take time, but be kind to yourself. Make sure that you appreciate that things aren't always going to be on track. I started the 100 days, the new 100 day challenge back in the beginning of July, I think it was the 3rd of July with our 100 days group. In that time, I've had two periods of illness and a period where I've been back home supporting my family. I've not been able to hit my goals every week. And people are checking in on that group and they've smashed things, but it's not going to go to plan all the time. You're going to have highs, you're going to have peaks and troughs. If you didn't have the troughs, you wouldn't appreciate the highs. But you know, when you're in that time, I appreciate it can feel really shit. But you, there are things you can do. And if you don't feel like you can do all this on your own, reach out to a friend, get in touch with me, I'll support you, get in touch with anybody that you feel is in a position to be able to give you some support, give you some motivation and just be a bit of a wingman in this stuff and just to help you. And like I said earlier, if you're doing all this stuff and it's not working, you might want to check in with your GP because there are times in life where Things can just get a bit heavy. Things can just get a bit much. And going out for walks and doing your self-care and setting goals just might not be enough and you might need to explore alternative avenues. But these are just a few things that I've done recently. And honestly, just being back in routine and making sure that I'm looking after myself, it there's not enough that can be said for doing that. 
So I hope that that was useful. I hope that you found at least some little nuggets in there that you can use. As always, please do let me know if there's any topics that you want covered in future episodes, anything that you'd like me to talk about or cover, any feedback. Um, and please, 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 it would mean the absolute world to me if you would give a five-star review um, and also give a, a written review of the podcast, though I've not got anywhere near enough of those at the moment. And I know there's quite a few of you that listen weekly now. And yeah, just to get those reviews, that's what helps with getting the podcast noticed and getting it into the searches so that other people can find it that might find it useful. So yeah, I'd absolutely love it if you can do that. Follow the podcast Instagram, share it on social media, anything that you can do to help this reach more people. I would love you all forever. So thanks for listening and have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at hellosundaypod or you can email us on hellosundaypod at outlook.com. Have a great week.